NHL veteran is considering a run for mayor of Wichert Stouffville. A Toronto man is facing sex crimes charges after being arrested in Newmarket. And charges have been laid against a Peel police officer during a ride check. Partly cloudy, minus one from Pearson to Newmarket. This update is brought to you by Frank Atola, 148.ca. Frank freezes on the climate change issue. More at 148.ca slash Frank. I'm Philip Pong from SR National News. Now here's Ray, Mike, and Rod with North American Harness Update on SRN1. The starter has called the field to the gate. Don't you ever get tired of saying that? This field is in motion and approaching the start. Guess you don't. And they're off. And it's a battle into the first turn for control. The battle continues by the half and approaching the far turn. Stride for stride past the three-quarter pole and approaching the top of the stretch. And as they hit the top of the stretch, it's mission brief. Foiled again, Muscle Hill, Captain Treacherous and Vegas Vacation. Lucky Jim, a rock and roll dance, be a magician. Sebastian K approaches the line. Guccio is coming late, and as they hit the wire, it's too close to call. Now here's North American Harness Update on SRN1. Yes. Yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, back to the studio, back to the grind, back to the kickflips, nose manuals, and any other kind of skateboarding, linguistical, pun, punnery, wordplay that I could use to kill time, because I have nothing else to say in this introduction. We're back here on North American Harness Update. We were on the road last week. We are back off the road, but quite frankly, I'm not really sure on the road describes us because we we're a very we we're off the beaten path and that that's that's kind of our mo and when we don't shower that's also our bo but that's that's for a whole nother discussion this discussion uh, is going to be quite quite horsey centric yes guys mike prebosi and ron alms jr are joining me now i said horsey centric uh, now, guys, I also wanted to say, too, just as a bit of an uh, advisory to you, uh, I don't know if you heard about the uh, the uh, herpes quarantine that's happening at the Meadows. Uh, they announced that on Monday. Uh, and since we, since we were there in such close proximity to that, I'm just I'm just warning you guys, you might want to get tested just, just to make sure you're clean. Are you sure you didn't cause that? I'm I'm a clean boy. I'm a pure Christian pure white uh boy of purity who is not unpure am i getting my point across here i think i i got my point across beautifully like it in, in pure poeticism i got it out and i do mean pure because that was like most of the words i said in that sentence tonight on the show it's it's going to be, as I said, horsey-centric. We have a lot of horses to talk about. Horses such as brown horses and gray horses. Some may say wrong, but we say they're wrong. 
<laughs> already off on a good foot. That foot, of course, is the right foot. Because if you say it's the left foot, ooh, that's not the right foot. That's just math. We have London. Not England, Ontario. We have the Raceway at Western Fair. They're pick four. They're advertising us right now on the TV. Oh, my God. That's us on the TV. I can't believe it. Like, because, like, I'm the one horse. Mike's the other horse. And Rod's the other horse. If you got that, that, that's why I made, that's why I used that picture. If you guys didn't know uh, that. Do you, do you guys like that symbolism? Do you like my, do you like my designing? Is, am I good? No. Oh. Well, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be the show without Ray. Take it away, guys. I'm I'm sad now. I'm done. Oh, hey, we're, yeah, we're good. We got this. I I okay. But while you guys are doing it, just to just to leave my mark, I'm gonna cry very quietly while you guys talk. Well, look look at the London feed right now. You can see it has. Look how Rod's bouncing up the pecking order. Did you like? Did you like that? You didn't like that. No one liked no. that. I'm sorry. No one liked that. London's the one thing we're gonna talk about. Uh, we got, of course, Woodbine two. We're gonna be covering the late pick four from Woodbine. What race are they on right now, Mike? They just finished um, race five, so they have six, seven, and then they start the pick four in race eight, I believe. Oh, we still got plenty of time then for Woodbine. All the time for London. And that's going to take up most of the first hour. The second hour of our show, then we'll focus on the Hawthorne Race Course Pick 4, as well as the rest of the Pick 4 sequence from London and Woodbine, because inevitably they will not be completed within the first hour. Now, boys, I'm asking you to open up your past performances so we can roll right along into this sequence. Now, there's no... Ten feet taller in the smallest room ever. Am I ten feet tall? Yes. Who who who's asking? Who's asking? Who's asking? Because that that will depend. That will make that will influence my answer. I said Derek Gibner's asking. Oh Derek! Oh then of of course I'm ten feet tall. Have, have, doesn't he remember the story of David and Goliath? Who do you who does he think played Goliath? Not Daniel Day Lewis, not the guy from the blind side that Sandra Bullock mentored. No, it was me. That guy sure. he, that guy was really I'm big. That, that guy was gigantic. Let's do some monsters back here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really want to bring up the blind side. I did not like that movie at all, and I think it's really overrated. The Western Fair Pick Four right. is a time honored tradition because it's it happens each and every race night. <laughs> Include, this I'm, is our tradition. I am dodging your questions about the blind side, so I am in essence blindsiding you. This pick four starts with race number eight. We got six horses lining up here. Now, Rod, I, I saw your ticket. I looked at your ticket, and I went, why? Why in a six-horse field where there's clear contenders do you just take all of them? It's actually a five-horse field. Now there's a scratch. There's a scratch. Uh, Who scratched? The five. Oh, the five. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't affect me or Mike, Mike or I. But go on. Uh, I'm using all because, for the most part, I don't trust any horse in this race. Uh, there's a lot of breakers in here. There's a lot of bad horses, and I think a horse could break and still win the race. Uh, you know, for just for that sole reason, you know, uh, 
it's a non-winners of one or six thousand lifetime and it, to me it's just a really bad group and anything can happen in a race like this you know it's a field of five you got a couple in here that do stay flat but they're just really slow and look like they'll get beat by anything i mean you look at the four who's a morning line favorite oh for 29 Why are you dancing i'm trying to summon the spirits that'll help it. us win keep going i'm listening yeah don't <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> And, and there's a couple in here that have gotten bet in the past, you know, especially a six. A six took some money two of the last three weeks and got beat. I mean, last week had a perfect perfect setup and, you know, stopped. So uh, nothing for me to like at all in this race. So I just oh, took wow. all five of them. Well, Rod, I'm here to say you're wrong because Mike and I both believe there's some stuff to like in this race and some stuff really to not like. Mike, I'm going to let you start off, though, with what you like because you kind of like the stuff I like, but then you kind of also like some other stuff that I don't necessarily like. You following? Uh, too deep. <laughs> Using the three and the four, I would imagine Rooney had a choice between the three and the six, and he chose the three. And the three is second off the left, had a seven hole last time, uh, flipped out to the front and then got tired. He's up for 22. But, uh, you know, that was a decent race last time off the layoff. And then the, the races prior to that aren't horrible compared to some of the others in here. So I felt like this one was a must use. And then the five, uh, striking Nikki. This horse got second last time here at a similar level, is up for 39. But again, it's, it's a five horse field and, and none of them really stand out the one is hard to have because of breaks uh the two comes off a judge's scratch and hasn't been out and has been beaten tons i'm three four i feel like i have to get out of the race with one of those two I agree with you on the three, as I remember to tweet out the fact that we're live on the radio. But as I look at these past performances, I agree with the three. I don't necessarily agree with the four, and that reason is for the reason <clears throat> that, I mean, I, I just, I didn't, I thought this horse would be over bet, especially considering just all of the, look, looking at his odds his last starts, this horse is not taking any action. He seems like a chaser, but I, I agree in the sense that this is kind of a crap field. And and anything could really win this race, but still, I am two three in in here, uh, taking the two. I'm taking the two unfinished business primarily for post reasons. I think this horse could be a much bigger factor from the inside. He's had two eight holes at Flamborough, and that took him out of the mix. And then his race at London, he he showed something. He he was moving out, albeit he didn't gain any ground, but he still made a move. And that may, and that's that means so much in these really awful fields where you'd rather a horse be on the move and go backwards than just sitting at the rail and chasing. Uh, so I'm I'm seeing possibly some improvement in the two unfinished business as well as a possible upset with him. I'm two three. That's all I gotta say. I gotta tell people we're on the air, guys. So this second leg is race number nine, and Rod, you are the slimmest of all of us. And I don't mean weight wise, because let's be honest, I'm I have a much I'm a, I'm a thick boy. But you, but you are too deep. I hate this already. Talk about your horses. Yes, I'm too deep. In, this is Western Fair we're talking about right now. Uh, the I'm one two here. Uh, the one. Had a good race, started uh, second tier, 
got claimed in that race and, uh, you know, moves from one good barn to another good barn. So, you know, the claim doesn't bother me. Sheer draws the rail, should be right on the front end. And then the two, I'm using, I think he's going to get a tool trip here, and that's why I'm using him. Uh, this horse is capable and has shown ability. Uh, his only problem has been where he's been on the racetrack, and he's just been given no chance a lot of times. And last week, this horse was really good and was in a terrible spot, had no chance to win the race. And that field that he was in with was uh, actually a really good field. Uh, and he did get beat by the six in that race. But, you know, like I said, this horse had no chance from where he was at. So you kind of got to toss that race and, and just look at the horse's ability I think uh, if he will trip, he's going to be really tough in here. One, two. Mike, you're more on my side in that we're both fairly deep here. We're both four deep. Four deep. Uh, using rods one and two, the one off the claim. You know, previous lines, if you go back, they're, they're decent, especially from outside post. Gets the rail here. I would imagine uh, an, an early blast. This horse has a lot of speed. I, I agree with the two. Uh, really no chance last three races. Uh, you know, the horse never seems to get a drive, and and that's kind of an issue. So you never know. I feel like Bryce will be right there. Uh, the five Falcon Justice last time was an impossible spot, really. Uh, you know, had no chance from where it was. You know, prior to that race, well, at this level. And, you know, I feel like could end up second over in here. And then the six comeback, Matt, who is very obvious, has won two in a row. And, but albeit getting perfect trips in the process, moves outside here, uh, gets Carol back. <laughs> Have to use, but you know others can win it. One, two, five, and six. My cover, my little cushion boy for my microphone fell off, but no worries. I am an improvisor. I can work with it. I better just put it back on. I'm four deep here. I take the one. Uh, what? What's a Magoo? By what's a Magoo, I mean I opened up Woodbine by accident. By opening up Woodbine by accident, I'm talking about Stature Sealster. Don't doubt me, guys. I know what I'm talking about. Stature Sealster is a fairly obvious one coming in off a claim. This horse is always gunning towards the front. He's had bad posts. Now he gets a good post. He's so obvious. He's gonna be one to nine. The three fight your obsessions. The other, uh, the second horse I used, excuse me, uh, made makes his first or second start rather off a bit of a layoff. Uh, prior to his most recent outing, he had raced in, on December 26th in the Alliance Series and raced fairly decently there, just in the final, didn't really get much luck, was aggressive early on, but quit towards the latter end of the mile. So I feel like he needed that last start, could definitely improve second out, and now has a spot on the gate, so should be a decent price with a decent chance. Five Falcon Justice is another one I use. Uh, two starts back, showed speed as the favorite. Now, I don't know if he showed speed because he was the favorite or that he was just, in fact, so live that he was the favorite for that reason. Either way, this horse can push off the gate, can put himself towards the front, and he can finish up decently against this level. And just tossing that race last out, too, from the second tier was taken into a spot where he just does not race well from. And as so long as he can get off of the gate fairly quickly, he could be a factor at a decent price. And comeback, Matt's pretty obvious. He won two straight. He's going to be forwardly placed again. And the question is going to be whether or not he can make it three straight. I'm one, three, five, and six. Moving into the next leg, which is race number 10. Oh, that one is a $8,500 claimer. Rod, why are you singling Callie Magoo? 
Because I like the horse. Why else would I single the horse? That's a good point, but talk about why you like him. Single in the four and leg three. Uh, that's Kelly Magoo. Three really good efforts. Uh, you know, two starts back, missed a couple weeks, and, and still raced pretty well. Uh, just got beat by a better horse that day. Off, like way off. Um, and then last week, just crushed the field, uh, went to the front, and, and basically bottomed the whole field out. And I think this is another race where that's probably going to happen. Uh, he just gets away from him at the three-quarter pole, and they're not going to be able to catch him. Uh, you know, usually the horses coming off races like that are, are going to come right back and do the same, the same type of effort. So I see no reason not to single this horse and, and take a shot. Uh, especially against a field like this, you know, the only other one in here is the sixth, and I'm not a big fan of the sixth. Uh, missed a couple weeks and just had an okay effort. To, and, uh, you know, uh, last time this horse race was two weeks ago, raced on the same night as the four horse two starts back and uh, got a perfect setup and ended up winning the race. He, he beat the four there, but. You know, that, that was uh, one of those things. If the four goes back to what he did last week and just bottoms the field out, then I think it's over. Oh, is that the end of your sentence? Should make it a little more, yeah. should make it a little more clear next time. That, Mike! That was the longest discussion for, like, two trucks in the history of Earth. M well, Mike, I was just about to say, t give tell us why Rod's wrong and why you should go deeper. Well, my problem with the four is, you know, he seems a little every other. I mean, you know, he, he never puts two back to back. You know, he wins and then he's third and then he wins and he's scratched. And, you know, so now off that blowout win where everything went his way, you know, now he has to face the horse that just beat him by five the last time they faced each other. Now, albeit there's a pro switch and, and things like that. But I feel like that, you know, this horse doesn't have to win the race, especially since the horse never really does put two races together. So I'm going to go four deep, use the two victories. Peanut, who draws well, had missed several weeks, uh, was completely against it on December 31st, really, you know, was, wasn't winning that race against Weski, who, you know, was basically primed to win the final race. Uh, a couple judges scratches after that, you know, could have been transportation related. Then last time, raced okay to be third against these types, draws well here. Uh, you know, this horse is dangerous. You know, has 35 lifetime wins. I like Stewart. You know, he always has a horse in the right spot, so he could get a trip. The four you have to use is obvious. The five, burst Hanover's third time back. Raced okay last time, was second in that Cali Magoo blowout race. Uh, you know, th this horse is a little bit of a closer. Uh, could get a good, get a setup, especially if the six decides to go after the four early. So I'm going to use those four, two, four, five, six. Well, as I'm tweeting out the pick four graphics, because now race seven is when official and race eight's coming up in approximately 10 minutes, I start off this leg with the two victories. Peanut who's the first of two horses I take. You can probably guess who the other one was. If you paid any attention to Rod's magnum opus on why you should take a six to five shot. Uh, for me, I take victories. Peanut for most of the reasons Mike does second start off the layoff. This horse is usually chasing fits this level fairly well, could get a decent trip and and could also improve just by having that start under his belt. That said, I am two. 
four. You, you could you really did you really think I didn't take Cali Magoo? What are you guys stupid? What do you? No, no, this is this is time for Ray Catolo mocks the audience. Stop me now. I'm gonna stop myself. This final leg of the pick four. <laughs> it's race number eleven. Philly and Mare, 15,000 condition claimer, purse of $5,900. Scratch down to a field of eight because the six uh, Joy's guns are a blazing sealster, whatever that horse's name is. It's a Nick Boyd horse she scratched. Joy's blazing sevens. I was close, Rod. Just let me be close and sound right. But, Rod, since, since you're feeling so adventurous and wanting to call me out on everything, you talk about this race. Yeah. I'm five deep here. I was originally five deep. I had the six, and uh, he got scratched, so I just switched the six for the three here. Oh, that'd uh, be good to know. So I'll start with the one shadows. Um, been racing up close every week. You know, three starts back race really well first over. Uh, two moves the week before that, or the week after that, I should say. Inside. Uh you know, similar similar type of trips every week for this horse. And it has a shot with the rail. The two, Didi Black, uh, raced really good in that qualifier. I, I thought that was a pretty decent qualifier. Track was off just a touch. Um, that was when that storm first started rolling in there. Um, but prior to that, this horse was racing really good. Uh, probably a little bit better. Uh, you know, Doucet... It, is in was in earlier, uh, and then Maddie's credit, night you know nice horse. <laughs> this horse, if, if, the, if the trip works out, I think this horse can hit the ticket and possibly win if he's if he's in a, a good spot where he's not going to get backed into or blocked. The three I threw on after the scratch, uh, you know, makes sense. Going to be a short price. I didn't originally use this horse just because the price is going to be really short. And then uh, five is my next use. I love pink. Uh, this horse just dominated last week. Uh, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This horse was winning and, and was just dominant. Uh, so I think you got to use another short price there. Journeys starts in a second tier race. First over last week. Uh, this horse, uh, I do think, needs to be in uh, a spot where she's going to be like second over in order to win this race because if she gets away like fourth and ends up first over, there's no chance for this horse to win. So it's a, uh, a tough spot, but uh, I think it definitely uh, benefit if she finds some cover to go along on the outside with. So one, two, three, five, nine. Well, I, again, I, I said earlier on, it would have been nice to know that Rod took the three because then I could have added it to his graphic, although he would have complained that they would have been a little bit later than he was actually expecting. But, Rod, that's fine. It's all fine. Everything's fine. Mike, you are mostly in agreeance, agreement with Rod, except you don't take the nine. No nine, and I believe the six is out. So uh, I'm four deep. Uh, using the inside three, the one shadows has been second three in a row. Uh, had favorable posts the last two, but prior to that, that that race from the eight hole was was legit. Uh, the horse is knocking on the door. It, it's it's hard to leave this one out. Uh, 
like Rod said, the two decent qualifier, second Lasix, back lines to go to. I would hate not to have if, if the horse is ready. Uh, you know, that 55 back at Woodbine, you know, uh, came home in 28. That's a decent race. That would that would win this race. Uh, the three first kiss, you know, this horse is, went up to the higher level last time and it was okay outside to be third. Prior to that one at this level, definite use. And I like Kelly as a driver there. I, I think that he does very well. And he always has his horse in the right spot. So I'm definitely interested in that one. And then the five, I love pink. Crushed a race last time, got to the front from the rail. Uh, you know, usually needs a setup. He's a bit every other also. She's a bit every other also. But hard to not use this one, especially how sharp she is. So one, two, three, and then five. I'm looking at our video stream, and the one thing I'm thinking is don't tell Dave Siegel about this. I'm too deep in this last leg of the pick four starting. <laughs> starting with the one shadows why am i talking like that shadows <clears throat> has been racing decently at this level two starts back actually had the rail and came close to winning but then he didn't because he finished second and last i checked second's not a win however it's incredibly close and then he finished second again next out this horse is just ultra consistent at this level and could and at one point should have a shot at winning she's in good form now. I don't see why she shouldn't be used. And not only that, I don't really like much in this race. There's not a lot of form, and that the consistency in Shadows definitely stands out. I really liked Joy's Blazing Sevens, but then she scratched. That leaves me only with I Love Pink as my other horse. Who's the obvious one? She's going to go off the favorite. She won years the favorite last out on January 19th. Not really much to say about her because her form just speaks for itself. And for me to talk any longer about her would be the equivalent of writing a William Faulkner novel about a uh, secretary. So I'm going to just end off my discussion with 1-5, which makes my ticket go as follows. For 20 cents, I am 2-3 with 1-3-5-6 with 2-4 with 1-5. And then the tickets are on Twitter and Facebook. That's $6.40 for 20 cents. Mikey Mike, what do you got? 3-4 with 1-2-5-6 with 2-4-5-6 with 1-2-3-5. That's 25 60 for 20 cents if you didn't add any horses. 25 60 sorry. Yes. And then Rod, your ticket. All with one, two, with four, with one, two, three, five, nine. It's 10 bucks for 20 cents. Wait. Oh, yeah, because the five scratch in the first leg. You're right. Your math's right. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to start an argument, Rod. <laughs> the Western Fair four that we just discussed. They're just coming onto the track, if you can see. For race eight in London. I'm surprised that Master Saver is the nine to five favorite. Who's making that happen? I'm saying that like I'm the one that put all the money on this horse. I wouldn't bet this horse. Well, now the six is I the don't, favorite. I wouldn't bet any of these. I wouldn't either. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> we got to move on to Woodbine. We've got some graphics up. If you're watching on Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, or YouTube Live, I've got graphics up for our pick four plays right now for. Western Fair and Woodbine for tonight. Well, what would Woodbine? There's, there's still 15 minutes to race seven at Woodbine. We could start talking about though. That's fine with me. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to be, trying to be approachable. I'm trying to be a good boss. I'm trying to be a human being, but it's hard. Okay, well, I'm giving everybody <laughs> the pick four tickets right now. Here, 
Our pick four tickets are up right now. The pick four, yeah, the Woodbine pick fours are up on the stream. They'll go up on Twitter and Facebook in like 10 minutes. We can start talking about it now while they're parading. We can at least get the first leg of the sequence in. Uh, because we, uh, Mike and I were at least talking about this uh, very briefly. We both agreed this is a tough sequence. Yet I still managed to get a $7 ticket in, and that was mostly because a horse I used in the second leg scratched. And, uh, Rod, your ticket got really adjusted unless you added horses because of the scratches. You had three scratches in your original ticket. I don't know if you changed it. I'm going by what you gave me. So, heck off. I'm starting with the first leg, as you all should too, because you can't bet a pick four with the wrong leg. If you do, it's not pick four. That's all I have to say about that. The race eight, though, that's, uh, it's the, is it the second pro? It's the second prelim of the snowshoe series. Uh, I don't know if it's the second division, but it's a division. And this is basically a collection of all the horses in the snowshoe that went, I don't really want to race, but I'll do it anyway. I don't know what they're asking. I don't know what they want from me. What am I supposed to do? That That's my that's me translating what the horses are saying. Uh, Mike, however, I, I view most things in this world to be just whiny in general. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you're three deep. Why? Why are you three deep here? I don't know. I gotta pull my program up. It has disappeared from my feed. Uh, I'll go to Who Picks and look. And I have the seven, who was huge first off the layoff last time. Um, you know, should be the favorite in here. The three has had difficult trips and and got picked off last time. I I feel like that the inside post will help. And then the five, uh, Topville Chrome is a closer in a race that could set up for him, uh, you know, gets a driver switch. I think it could be one of those three. So three, five, seven to start. Rod, you are four deep here. Just adding the one. Why the one? What's with the one? What do you mean? What's with the one? Why well, I don't like the one. So why, why are you using the one? You got tell me why you're right. And I'm wrong, Rod. That was like the worst Brooklyn I could have possibly done. Yeah. Uh, you know, why not use the one? Why not? Because I mean, yeah, he's going to be chalk. Mm-hmm. I said, why? Yeah, the the one that he is going to be bet, but should be able to trip out from this spot. He, he doesn't leave much, but he can leave enough. And, and uh, you know, four start back off the, the little five-week layoff there. Uh, I think this horse is going to be and, and she'll be coming into form for Ben Wallace here. Uh, you know, uh, these uh, mini series, I guess you call them, or late closers, they they need to get points to be able to, to make the final. So with these races, these guys are looking to get a trip and, and score some points to get into the final because you don't know what's going to win. And, and if something – you know, crazy happens where you get a different winner every week, then, you know, you got to have enough points to be able to get into the final because those winners are automatically in the final. So uh, I think this horse could trip out here, but I'm also using three, five, and seven. Um, the three, pretty obvious, I think. Hey, last week got used hard going to the front. Uh, no reason not to use this one. The five top bill chrome. Uh, I'm, I'm using this one just because I think he's going to be a little bit closer. Last week was just way far out of it. 
closed up nicely and, and that was a, a pretty good half last half on a track that was uh, you know last halves were really slow pretty much all night uh, so I use him and then the seven with the dragon second star off the qualifier I think he's a, a must use and, and pretty obvious if you ask me uh, he's another one that had a really good last half last week so one three five seven uh, you see, like I, I, I'm, I don't see the five or the seven. I definitely see the three. But Gilly's boy in this race just seems like the lone speed. And to me, I def, I can possibly see him wiring the field. If not, there's one horse I threw on that I'm surprised none of you even gave any kind of reconciliations. Not even remotely the close word. However, I'm gonna pretend it is in this situation. Uh, Star Clipper. No one talked about this horse. This is the only other horse I use. I thought that his first start back since not racing since december not terrible this horse moved first over then he quit but he still moved he made a move now makes his second start in the series should improve off of that and in the event that gillies boy is not able to wire the field this horse's racing style just appears to put him in the correct spot to possibly win just whether or not He's up to it second time out. That's mostly it. There's not a lot of form in this race either, at least in my eyes. So it was really hard to see anything outside of Gilly's boy. But for improvement purposes, Star Clipper seems like an interesting contender. So I'm 3-4 there. And it looks like they're getting ready to go soon at Western Fair. They're kind of rolling around, letting the pick four pool grow a bit more. Is Master Saver 6-5? Why? What do they know that we don't? What do they know Maybe that we they don't? they know he's going to stay flat this time, but... I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to. You really want that horse from the rail? No. Not at six to five. Sugar Doyle, Sugar Doyle uh, gave us a little uh, last call warning on our Facebook feed to get your pick four bets in. Oh, that! Wow, how he's on top of it. I can't multitask like that. He's the best. He is great guy. Uh, last time I tried to Here do. Go. Okay, fine. I won't. I won't give you my analogy. Fine. Fine. Feel Good. five going post right here. Let's hope I won't mess up this call as much as I did as the fifth race at the Meadows. That's for sure. Woo! I'm currently. I'm stopped. Although I'm I'm swinging my mic stand around as this field is swinging into the stretch for the first leg of this pick four. They're approaching the start and they are off. Made to lead. And Blink, she's gone. It's Blink, she's gone, taking the front of that first turn. Made to lead. Going for the pocket. Third then, circling around the turn. Striking Nike, followed by unfinished business. And it's a long way back to the favorite. And early breaker, master saver on down the back stretch. Blink, she's gone. In front by three and a half from made to lead. Second, third then. Striking Nike, fourth unfinished business as they go on to that opening quarter on an uncontested lead blink she's gone passing that opening panel clear of striking nike second third then striking nike made to lead second unfinished business fourth master saver still well out of it out of third making a move striking nike shut up this is not a participatory event as they turn to the stretch first time blink she's gone Still well in front of Made to Lead. Leads by at least three and a half. Outside striking Nike up to take second. 
tracking that move slightly unfinished business half in half out circling the clubhouse turn half in one minute flat as they move into the back stretch blink she's gone still uncontested here now only in front by two and a quarter second made to lead outside stalled striking nike unfinished business locked in behind them master saver Still out of contention, going to three quarters. Blink, she's gone. Still in front under a smooth handle. Extending her lead, a touch to two and three quarters. Now three again around the final bend. Three wide out of fourth. Unfinished business circling around them. To the inside, made to lead. Dropping back in between them, striking Nike. But well clear into the stretch. Blink, she's gone. Holds a three-length lead. Unfinished business down the center of the track. Up to take second. Third then, striking Nike. Coming to the line blink she's gone called upon she's gonna hold on by at least a length from unfinished business and striking nike made to lead and there's the favorite master saver checking in last six to one to start off that pick four not too shabby i, I don't understand why the horse is the favorite no oh like i mean uh, i don't understand but that's good for us yeah, uh, oh yeah I don't know why that horse was, was a huge favorite like that either. Uh, that was crazy betting. I mean, I, I don't. That's a huge price. Yeah, I, I, we should have caught that. Should have really caught that. I, How about that two? Also, I'll, seven I'll, I'll take the good start. Two raced very well. The, the two was misdriven. Probably should have won, but that's yeah. a whole other thing. Uh, you know. I wouldn't say misdriven. He was just sitting, you know, there was only four of them, so he was sitting there, and unfortunately, the horse that pulled first over just went nowhere, and he was kind of stuck. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. He might have moved just a hair other when he realized that the six and the four weren't going anywhere, but, I mean, I get it, you know. He raced well, definitely. We all move yeah, on. And Rod, I still stand by the Don't fact have to be alive, Rod, when you take them all. I mean, just, no, just no, I was gonna say, uh, hey, fall down, no contest. I was gonna stand. <laughs> oh my God! I'm I'm standing by the fact of why did Rod take the all button? That was like the last race you'd really want to. Especially with those horses. I don't know. Sherman took the all button. If you look at his ticket, it's a tough race. I mean, you can't rely on anything. I I disagree. Like I, th this race seemed like the two and the three. Those were the only horses I saw. Okay, well that's great for you, but that he was the one betting the ticket. So you know, you have to figure what he thinks and what he deems how he needs to get through the race. So you know, it might have been. It was easy for me. I had the three and the four. That's what I saw. Mike, what you don't understand is that I am always right. Second leg of Woodbine, on to that. Who can't beat my logic there? No, you can't. I'm always winning, except when I lose. This this show's about to go off the rails. I said off the road, didn't I tell you? Didn't I say at the beginning? Play back the tape. Play it back. We don't have the tape. The second leg of the pick four at Woodbine is the ninth race. That follows the eighth race, which is the second prelim of the Snowshoe Series. This is an hours of 3,000 in the last five starts. This race is a total crapshoot because all of these horses are uh, by the... I'm going to pull out my Websters. Uh, if I pull out my Websters and I open up to the letter G uh, for garbage... Ah, uh, yes. 
it, it, it says here the ninth race at Woodbine. Now, it seems a little on the nose. It's almost too on the nose because I totally made it up. However, the metaphor still stands. This is a very tough race because these horses are pretty much equal with one another. Uh, I was originally... Four deep, but with the scratch of Chestnut Schofield, I'm first off sad that I won't get to call a horse named Chestnut Schofield. But also, I I just don't know about this race. I feel like I have a good idea. I'm three deep here, but Mike, you're leaning more towards the wide open angle. You take all of them. Uh, I, I did like the one as my top pick, and that horse is scratch. So, uh, another reason. I had no great opinion. It's bottoms. None of these horses really have any form. Uh, there's really not a lot that, that you can hold on to in the race. So, uh, you know, the three is interesting. This horse has, you know, shown speed in the past. Uh, you know, was in a, in a prime spot, two back and then broke against better. Then last time had the pocket and really had nothing. You know, tough to, to rely on. The four is dropping, has been bet three in a row and got and has burned it up every time uh the six i find interesting because this horse is a closer in a race that that could go a little bit crazy early and this this horse pops once in a while uh, one for 35 last year but has eight lifetime wins usually from the back uh using all no no great opinion hope for some chaos rod you're a man of very convincingness uh, I believe you can convince me you have a great opinion here because you're too deep. Better make it good in this wide open race. Whew. I'm too deep. No, I'm three deep. Oh, uh, did you switch out a horse? You don't tell me these things, Rod. I told you early on. I don't know these things. No, no, I, I didn't switch anything out. You just can't read. R Rod, the one is scratched. <laughs> the one is scratched. Only too deep here. So I am four and <laughs> What did I say? Play back the wow. tape. You talk about this race. One. I was using one four nine. I'm I'm four nine now since the one scratched. Uh, the four. I I like this horse. I think he's got ability, but he's just kind of one of those horses that sometimes he's not good at all. Um, but you know he he's very fast. That that's the thing with him, and he's going to get bad here. Probably going to be the favorite. Um, just a tough horse not to have it if you're playing any type of exotic bet. You know, he stays flat and, and pair Henriksen with a trotter. So, you know, tough tough not to use this one. Uh, then the nine, uh, Wog jumps back on second start uh, or third start for Moreau. Uh, that was a good race last time. Just got away way too far back, got dead. Uh, closed up to be fifth. I thought raced really well. Nice back half there, you know, 55 and three. Uh, this, this this is one that it, he needs some fractions up front, I think. And if he gets those fractions up front, then or she's got a big chance to uh, to win at a, a decent price. I, I'd probably say this thing's going to go off, what, five to one? This so, thing? Uh, just four and nine for me. This thing? Are you objectifying horses, Rodney? I am so disappointed Quiet. in you. Rodney. Rodney. Mike, you already talked about this. Oh, it's my turn then. I'm three deep. Yeah, I was four, I was four deep, but again, I I'm not even sure if I can talk about this race because I'm I am so mourning 
the loss of Chestnut Schofield from this race. You there are no there aren't names better than that. That's a great name for a horse. And now he's gone. He didn't like die, he's just gone from this race. But I I, I agree with Mighty Nikki. I agree. Bobby Spoon, they're talking to us on Facebook right now. I agree with Mighty Nikki and the nine horses, the Moreau horse's name I can't remember. And I don't really feel like scrolling down to the PPs, but Rod, you explained it pretty well. I remember that horse had some braking issues, had a decent race last hour. He ducked back, could probably be more aggressive here. Uh, the one horse I throw on for a bit of a price is the five, Amityville Lindy, though. Makes his second start off a layoff. This horse uh, prior to had not raced since September, uh, had a start in a racing under saddle event where he was the favorite and broke. And the start after that, was it Mohawk? And this horse just seemed done. He just seemed done for the season. Uh, fast forward, a decent qualifier at Flamborough where he parks the mile, then a judge's scratch at the end of December. His first start, then, is January 12th on a snowy night, if I'm not mistaken. That was a snow night, was it not? Come on, confirm this for me, boys. Confirm. Snow, that's right, it was a snow night. This horse put in a decent mile then relative to what they were doing, albeit they came home in 32 seconds, probably because the headwind was higher than the hurricanes that blazed down the Oklahoma plains. I think that's how the musical goes. Oh, Oklahoma, where the hurricane winds blaze down. It doesn't fit. Uh, but the 5 Amityville Lindy should definitely improve off that start. That's not a bad race. My one concern, though, is I'm not really sure how much late trot this horse might actually have, but still, he's going to be a good price. He's going to be a price worth using for the potential that he holds to improve, and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I stand firm 4-5-9. That's right, I'm 45 feet, 9 inches tall. I dare any of you to topple me. I dare you. Dare you? Not gonna do it. No one can do it. No one can topple me. No one can topple the champion. The, five, the third leg of this pick four is <laughs> the race number ten. Non-winners of two. Oh, the camera's this way. Non-winners of two or other conditions. Uh, now this race is interesting because it's so clearly written for one horse. And so, like, subtly written for, like, two others, I think. Uh, Mike, starting with you. Actually, Mike and Rod, you two have the exact same horses. Yeah, four deep. Fight. Uh, starting with the two, Checkmock, who drops uh, the straight downwards of four after racing at upper levels of Flamborough. Uh, this is a drop for this one, and, you know, he's going to be likely favored. Probably should win if, if races. Similar to that race last time, I came home 27 and 4. So uh, I'm interested. Definitely will not be 42 to 1 again. Cheesier spot. The three play with passion. Uh, terrible post last time and raced okay to be fifth. Loses Jameson, but, uh, you know, Big Shoot, Badham Jackie, those are, are sharp horses that are racing in the series now. Uh, you know, so this horse has faced better the last couple. Uh, he's a must use in here, I think, also. The six beach goddess, this is a little bit of a wild card. She's very fast. She's capable of huge moves, but you know, she can be known to break and be rough-gated a lot of races. So if she's on her game, definitely fits. If not, you, you won't see her anywhere. And then the eight, Magnificent, comes, comes over for London. Uh, for Nixon, McClure, 
burned a little money there, but ran the Turbo Diva, who's been very hot and over there. Uh, this horse has a little bit of, of fight to it, and you know, it's sharp enough. It's, it's been first or second the last six times out. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. So two, three, six, and eight. Rod, have anything else to add to that? Do I swear to God I will kill you? Yes, I'm. I'm adding the nine here. Um, the nine is scratched, Rodney. Good luck. Oh, with that. No, no. Uh, I haven't been paying attention because I'm busy setting up this. <laughs> so, no, Feel free to do the show, Rod. Anytime you want, Rod. <laughs> hey, I set this beast up. Okay, you are welcome. Uh, I don't really have anything else to add. Um. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Mike covered it. This this race is pretty much those four horses. I don't see anything else that could possibly win here. Um, do you have anything else, Ray? Yes. I highly doubt you have anything else. I do. If you do, nerd, he'll find you're wasting like crap and waste money on it. No, because you're yeah. He's he's wasting money if he plays anything else besides those four horses. You guys are wrong because you smell and you look bad. The two and the three are obvious. Okay, I agree with you guys there. Uh, from there, uh, the six beach goddess. First off, no. This horse needs a start. That's it. The eight magnificent, no. Does not fit this class. I don't think she does. Those races at London are good, but I don't think they're good enough to help her win here. There's one other horse I throw on, and I know I'm holding up three fingers right now, but bear with me. I only mean one of them. Oh, uh, that's why am I getting so angry tonight? This is this is the Ray's angry show. I, I oh, this is this is a weird feeling to come out. But the oh, I should not. That's going to be clipped now. The four is the other horse I use. Uh, Diamonds dance primarily uh, because a this is a horse that also had the race written for. Her. She's won three races in sixteen starts. Not only that, makes her second start off a really decent mile here at Woodbine uh, from the eight hole, closed ground. Come up with 28 and change. Finish fifth. That was her first start in about two two or three months. And that's some good miles over Flamborough Tour. This horse is gunning off the gate. This horse has speed. Now, second time out, albeit not a non-winners of one, moving up to a non-winners of two, as long as this horse can show that speed that she had at Flamborough, she, she could be a decent factor here and will also be a really big price because she's moving up in class. And people are going to not necessarily take into consideration her miles at Flamborough, where she was bet to be the favorite. She belonged in those levels, and she raced somewhat well. Uh, so I'm 2-3-4 with the possibility of Diamond's Dance pulling off an upset. And we are zero minutes away from... Yeah, okay. Okay. Well... By the way, we have to thank... Uh, we do have to thank uh, Western Fair for allowing us to use their feed on our broadcast... Not not only that we because mm-hmm. do that unless you pay them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we also have to thank Western Fair for giving us a generous donation of eighty-five million dollars, and I'm not saying this just so that they feel obliged to give us eighty-five million dollars. We're not I'm saying that if we had eighty-five million, we wouldn't be doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm we... pretty sure we'd have our own. Uh, our own uh, TV channel on cable TV. That's what we'd be doing. Oh, that's a great investment. A cable TV channel. How about the two? How about the two at thirteen to one here? I, I I feel like that this could be an upsetter. 
I think you're wrong. I don't like the Thirteen to one's huge on this horse. Yeah. Wait, which one is that? Stir and serve? No, this horse sucks. <laughs> okay. The, the, this horse, I've always, no, okay. I've always seen this horse as a chaser, never a leader. You guys know what I mean. Well, shout out to Sugar Doyle watching right now. Sugar Doyle, the announcer of Western Fair, is watching us on Facebook right now. By the way. Oh no! Don't say it. now. I'm self conscious about how I look. Am, am I, are my glasses crooked? How how does my beard look? We're not even looking. At you. We've got the Western Fair feed pulled up. Yeah, we're okay. Checking out the Western Fair feed. Oh, that that thank that that makes me feel so much better about this situation. We got the five here at twelve to one. Also, am I another likely upsetter. The five at twelve to one. Yeah. Yeah. At fourteen to one, it's hard not to like the two here. I mean, those those, those odds are really nice. Not That's when the, lucrative. Not when the five's twelve to one. When the five's twelve to one, the two could be eighty-six to one for all I care. I feel like it's driver related a little bit. Well, you know what I'm saying. This horse was bet to be the favorite yeah. a couple starts back, though, if you remember. And that race, he should have totally. This is a different bunch, though. It's hard to, to know what that race looked like compared to these. Mike, you, you got some sharp horses in here. Mike, you saw that race. That was the race where Plain Easy was the also eligible. He drew the, on the rail and he wired the field on that day where nobody was winning if they weren't on the front. Well, I can't see the program currently, Ray, because I'm looking at the Western Fair feed on my screen. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for helping me out. Thank you for taking care of your brother here. I appreciate that. This will be my last show. <laughs> I, I will be going into forced resignation. But this race will be going off soon. Then after this As race, they go to the gate. after this race, we have one more leg to talk about. Oh, Woodbine. And then, wait, what, what, how many minutes are we at till Woodbine? Well, they just finished the seventh. I think we're going to have some time. We'll have plenty of time to finish. Okay. I'm going to look now. Fantastic! This it's time for me to call this race. Nine minutes, nine minutes on the clock, Ooh. probably closer to thirteen or fourteen in reality. It's time for me to call this race. Uh, I've never called one before. Well, actually, no, I have called them before. I want to sound at least somewhat esteemed. You called seven aces of a race. What? Are you insulting me? That's a puck Are you insulting me this early <laughs> in the show? This field is in motion. It's approaching the start. <clears throat> Often pacing comeback Matt Classic. News from the far outside along with Stature Sealster and Fight Your Obsession. And those four spread across the track around the first turn with Stature Sealster. Claiming the lead, wide then taking second comeback. Matt as they move into the back stretch, ducking into fourth. Fight your obsession right behind Stern Servu takes second, ducking into fifth. Then as they move on down the back stretch, classic news in front of Casimiro. Be followed by Casimir Megastar and towards the back of the pack. Falcon Justice opening quarter bound. Odds on choice Stature Sealster in front by two and a quarter. Three lengths now is extending his lead around that turn over Stern Serve. Comeback Matt's in third about two lengths off him as they come into the stretch first time. Another gap back do fight your obsession fourth in front of classic news fifth off the rail comes casimir op behind them casimir megastar and falcon justice half mile bound stature sealster in front now by four and a half 
From Stern, serve chasing second. Off the rail, third slightly comeback. Matt yet to commit to the outside on his back. Fight your obsession around the turn. Here comes comeback Matt off the rail. Then behind them comes Classic News, fifth into the back stretch. Casimir Opie begins to drop back wide of him, moving. Casimir Megastar up the inside. Falcon Justice on to three quarters. Stature Sealster being reeled in. Here's Comeback Matt to the outside off the railers. Fight your obsession now into contention, while Comeback Matt is the new leader. Taking pursuit, he is now moved two lengths in front, three lengths in front of Stature. Sealster falters second. Now third is Fight Your Obsession towards the center of the track. Moves up into the second spot. In between them, stir and serve, then locked in behind them. Classic news with Falcon Justice off the rail. Casimir open to the inside into the stretch, though. Comeback, Matt. Leads by four from stir and serve as they come onto the line. Comeback, Matt. Rumps. Stir and serve second. Fight your obsession third in a time you were just not meant to know. That was a strange mm -hmm. race. Nice exacto there. That yeah, was. that's brutal. I, I marked one two eight there. Oof. That is brutal. <clears throat> so with that said, let's let's quickly talk about this last leg of the pick four woodbine before we go to break. And then once we go to break, we're gonna come back only on the radio. So you can tune in on that one four eight backslash one. But video will be done done. Oh, is that what I look like? Jesus Christ. This final leg of the pick four is race number. I'm in total control of what I look like. Philly and Marin hours of 3,000 in their last five starts. Field of horses going postward here. And starting with you, Rod. You're the deepest of all of us. I personally did not like this race at all. I think there's no form whatsoever. Yet you managed to scrape out three contenders. Yeah, I went three deep. Uh, well, I was four deep before a scratch again. That's what I was saying, yeah. Okay, Rob. Yeah. You blaming the horse? Every horse that I really like seems to be scratched. So I go two, three, nine here. Those are the ones that I have left. Uh, the two walk two moons. Really been good, but gets a huge class drop. Uh, last time this horse was in with these was I don't know how long ago um, draws the inside should be leaving should sit up close and, and has a shot if the trip works out the form is off but you know this is a really big class relief so I expect this mare to wake up tonight the three dancing shadows K uh you know, she is an occasional breaker, but she's really fast. And, you know, I think in this race, she either wins or. Uh, so you got to be cautious with that. That, that one's a 50-50 there. And then the nine, Bernadette. We all know this one. She's she's tons better than this group. She just has not been very good. They gave her some time back to normal. Uh, at least that's what we're. You know, they're hoping um, if she is, she wins this race by a 16th of a mile, probably. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not going to take the chance that she's not back to her old self. So that's why I'm going three deep, uh, two, three and nine. Mike, you're in somewhat consensus, but you don't like Bernadette. Well, it's not that I don't like her. It's just like 
kind of shades for cost purposes and I'm going to use the two and the three. Same reasons as Rod, uh, you know, both have huge class edges over this field. Both are closers, though, and that's sort of an issue. Uh, they could end up at the mercy of the pace in the trip. Not a lot of speed in here, so perhaps they'll leave and maybe get position uh, and class will tell. I, I think it's got to be one of those two just with these lines, and it's just it's just too big a drop to leave them off, two, three. Well, you just mentioned something that's particularly why I only take one of them. I despise Walk Two Moons. This horse reads, I'm going to be played so hard for my class, I'm going to finish like fourth because I'm not going to be close enough. Dancing Shadows K is going to be at least stalking, and sh she has enough of a class edge and enough of a racing style that could put her into contention. But for speed purposes... Uh, I look towards the seven Stellenbosch, who makes her third start off a month layoff. Two starts back, kind of dragged herself along at Flamborough Downs, ended up finishing fourth, then last out, albeit from an inside post, tried to wire the field, only came a head shy of doing so at this level, uh, coming from 29 flat at odds of 4-1. to one. Is not going to take any play just because of the driver change and the driver choice here since McNair is on the nine, Bernadette, but... That only plays in our favor. This mare has speed. As long as she gets put into play, she could very well be the lone speed. Assuming, of course, pretty hot does not move, and Bernadette needs a start. Again, those are some variables, but Stellenbosch is going to be the best price of the potential speed here, which is why I'm 3-7. Makes my ticket go as follows. For 20 cents, 3-4 with 4-5, 9 with 2-3-4, 3-7. These are going on Twitter and Facebook right now. That's $7.20 for 20 cents. Mike, your ticket. Three five seven with all with two three six eight with two three it's forty eight dollars. Rod, mine is one three five seven with four nine with two three six eight with two three nine it's nineteen twenty and it's played. <sighs> all right. So with that said, how many minutes supposed do we have to Woodbine, Mike? Uh, currently, I think three. Three? Okay, perfect. We're going to get ready to go to break. Our pick four graphics will be up on Twitter and Facebook momentarily. When we come back here on North American Harness Update, we'll have more from London. We'll have more. We're, we're all live at London, except Rod. We'll have more from London, more from Woodbine, and, of course, we'll have Hawthorne, as well as anything else I could possibly muster up in the little, little cranium that I possess in this God-blessed life that we all get to live. Stay tuned for more wonderful action here on North American Harness Update. Is that what this show is? I didn't know that. Oh, I just love the kind of woman who can walk over a I mean like a goddamn marching band She says like literally Music is the air she breathes And the malaprops make me wanna f***ing scream I wonder if she even knows what that word means Well it's literally Few main things I 
once been told too many times they're beyond the years by every Pong Woodbridge. An NHL veteran is considering a run for mayor of Wittridge Stouffville. Keith Acton, who played and coached for a number of professional hockey teams, has announced he has formed a committee that will look into a possible 2018 run for office in town. Acton is the owner of a Boston pizza franchise in Stouffville. A Toronto man is facing sex crimes charges after being arrested in Newmarket. Police from Simcoe County, along with York Regional Police officers, arrested Moses Gregory, accusing him of being part of a sex trade business. Gregory is also wanted by Toronto police involving charges related to domestic assault and will appear in Barrie next month. Charges have been laid against a Peel police officer during a ride check. Detective Sergeant Brian Collins, who works at 11 Division, is facing drunk driving charges after being stopped in Burlington. Collins, who lives in Hamilton, has been suspended from Peel Regional Police with pay. The weather are partly cloudy, minus one from Pearson to Newmarket. I'll have more news over the weekend. For now, I'm full of Pong. Thank you, Phil, and welcome back to more of The Detour. I am Jason Jones, joined by Natalie Zaya and whoever else is on that show. It's a great show on TBS. I, I fully recommend it. Uh, but where we last left off, where are we at with Woodbine, boys? Where are they going? They're going? Uh-oh, better get that up. Okay, it was still What are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? I'm getting the I'm getting the feet up so I can call it. He was dancing mostly during that break. It's because how, how can you not dance when Father John Misty's playing? That's how I threw out my back. Fun fact. 
That wait, you can dance to that music? It well, was well, some of it. Nobody can actually dance to that. What do you What do you mean what? nobody? Show me the studies. Show me the evidence. Show me the empirical data. Show Were you doing like you must have been doing like the goth uh, sway back and forth. Yeah, that is mostly what he does, actually. <laughs> They're getting ready to go for the eighth. Uh, by the way, P uh, Father John Misty, pure comedy. I, I re highly recommend that album. That album is beautiful. We've got eight horses here lining up. Uh, whether they're beautiful or not, can't really tell. Uh, but they're going nonetheless. This is the second leg of the Snowshoe Series in motion. And approaching the start, and it's off. And pacing Carolina magically as well. Shaggin' with the dragon. Fastest away, though. And Shaggin' with the dragon's going to take the front. Splitting horses. Topville Chrome up for second. Star Clipper then gets away third in front of Gilly's Boy back fourth. Fifth then Carolina Magic to the turn, having beaten Free Proof. The penultimate and creeping in the rear. Around the turn they go to the opening quarter. Shagging with the dragon in front by a length and a quarter. Second is Topville Chrome. Third then Star Clipper. Opening panel 27 and 1 off the rail. Out of the pocket. Brushing to the lead. Circling to the top. Topville Chrome. As they move on to the back stretch into 3 8 Topville Chrome, the new leader on his back. Here comes Star Clipper, anxious to move. Now drawing alongside leader and drawing up to take the lead. Then on his back, Gilly's Boy up to third. Shuffled to fourth. Shagging with the Dragon. In the flow, fifth. Carolina Magic. Sixth then towards the back. Free Proof followed by Creepin', second to last. And moving up the inside, Monty's play. Half up, 56 and 4. 29 and 3 that second quarter. Moving into. The far turn. Gilly's boy clearing the lead from Star Clipper now second. Outside Carolina Magic left uncovered in the flow. Now drawing up to second and towards the leader's wheel to three quarters. On his back. Then free proof up to fourth. Shuffle to fifth. Stop Phil Chrome. Then shagging with the dragon back sixth. Seventh coming to three quarters. Creeping then up towards the back. Moving towards the center. Monty's play. Three quarters. 124 and four. Gilly's boy the one to catch. Gilly's boy kicks away by four from Star Clipper. Then down the center. Center, Monty's play trying to take third from Topville Chrome. As they come on down to the line, it's Gilly's Boy well in hand. Leads by three and a half. Star Clipper second. Gilly's Boy going to take it by a length and a quarter. Star Clipper second, then Monty play and Topville Chrome. 153. What did I say? What did I say about that race? 3-4. Those, <laughs> those were the two horses. Oh, here we go again. Wait, what happened? Why, why were I don't like when you guys are texting behind my back. It, it makes me, it makes me feel. It's not behind your back. You get, you have full view of it. Yeah, but it's distracting when I'm calling a race. It makes me feel insecure. Oh, creeping it. Oh, you guys were laughing at my uh, purposeful wordplay. <laughs> I, it was funny. That's that's called it's called being clever and in the moment. Thank you. Western. Fair zero minutes to post. Oh Jesus Christ! Now we gotta go there. Oh God, there's so much racing. I'm not used to this. Let's see, three to five on Spicy Victor. Those, those of you that are still listening on SRN One right now, that we're watching on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, or YouTube, we are over 200 viewers. For the live broadcast in the first hour. So thank you. Wow. That's great. 
That really is great. I agree. It's great to have people watch us, but more importantly, me, but also you guys, but again, me. Uh, Well, you have a star. (laughs) I mean, you know. Well, I mean, clearly by just how much I care about my complexion, I cared so much to shave for this event. However, huh? Callum goes two to one here. You gotta be loving that. Not when Spicy nice Victor's play. four to five. Look, the two seven to one getting action. Seven to one. I wouldn't really call it action. Horses take. What, a, what do you mean? I mean, action would be like two to one. Seven to one's just like, hey, this is a horse. Well, <laughs> that's like that. <laughs> I feel like that horse is being bet into these two. I mean, the, the four and the six look very obvious in the race. Mm-hmm. The two's eight to one morning line, and um, you know, I didn't think would be quite the slow. Personally, I, I figured double digits. I agree somewhat. My opinion. I. I'm, what do I know? Um, it's a good question. If you know how much Mike knows, please call into this number six three two. I shouldn't give out someone's real number. <laughs> that would be a bad idea. That would be bad PR. Which what does PR stand for? Laughing a lot of pick fours here tonight. Right. Laughing some pick fours. Sugar Doyle giving us some love on Twitter right now. Check that out. Check it out right now. $270 is live going into the third leg. I should have played my ticket. It was only $6. Uh, look, sugar, give me some. See that? Well, you know what you say. Give me some sugar. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm done for the night. I'm checking out after that one. Woo! Too good for this world. You're, you're fired up all night like you won the Super Bowl or something. Look, can I be passionate about what I do? Am I allowed no. to have no. some source of joy from being able to talk? The just went from twelve to, to one anything? to five to one at London. One hey, leg. I, I want to bring this up real quick because we just got a request on Facebook to uh, post and link our video onto the Harness Racing UK website. Wow. They have horses there? Yeah, the best ones. Well, not the hardest ones. Getting ready to go out London. I'm sure Rob will work on that this week and we'll get that done. I, I'm I'm busy training for the Olympics. They're lining up for this next race. I haven't gotten to the segment I've been wanting to do all night on this show yet, but we'll get to it soon. Three to two on the four, Callie Magoo. It's no, it's no Chestnut Schofield, but, I mean, Callie Magoo is somewhat close. It's not Chestnut Schofield. I miss that horse. 9-5 to five on the 6, Spicy Victor. At 5-1, to one, the 5, Burst Hanover Scratch down to a field of 7. This field swings into the stretch, and they're approaching the start. <clears throat> and now away they go. Callie Magoo quick away outside Spicy Victor to take second. Coca Joe third into the turn. Victory's Peanut in fourth. 
And back fifth, hooray for the winner. Wide then to the back stretch, burst Hanover wide of A.B. Zerl to the opening quarter. It's Callie Magoo. Back in front, back in control by two. From Coca Joe second, then Spicy Victor third. Fourth comes Victory's Peanut down the back straight. Hooray for the winner in fifth, then in front of A.B. Zerl sixth, then burst Hanover. In the back as they move on to the far turn first time, Callie Magoo. In front, unchallenged so far as they move on to circuit number two, Coca Joe in the pocket. Favored Spicy Victor in third, beginning to tip off the rail into the stretch first time. Behind him, Victory's Peanut fourth. Fifth then still comes Hooray for the winner. Then A.B. Zerl burst Hanover half mile bound. Got a catch. Callie Magoo, one lap to go in front by two. Coca Joe second, third still. Spicy Victor circling the bend. Victory's Peanut is fourth, and hooray for the winner, fifth. No one moving overland to the backstretch, <coughs> leaving Callie Magoo unchallenged on the lead. Spicy Victor, though, now off the rail, beginning his pursuit out of third, up towards second. Still has three and a half lights to make up on the leader. Behind them, Victory's Peanut fourth off the rail. Hooray for the winner tracks him. To the inside, A.B. Zerl. Burst Hanover still trails. The two favorites going to tango around the final turn. Callie Magoo only in front by a length and a quarter. Spicy Victor's drawing closer as they turn into the stretch. Callie Magoo in front. Spicy Victor off the rail. Coming at him, lunging late. Turning for home. An eighth of a mile to go. It's Callie Magoo outside Spicy Victor. These two stride for stride coming into the 16th pole. Advantage now Spicy Victor. A nose in front, a neck in front, and he's extending to the line. Here's Spicy Victor winning over Callie Magoo. Then hooray for the winner and victory's Peanut. How exciting to get knocked out of a pick four by the four to five favorite. I was going to ask if you were still alive, but I should have known better. Why would I take a four to five favorite, Mike? I'm trying to make some money here. Okay. Well, it, it's amazing how well you you can make money if you actually cash tickets. If if you lose, you make nothing. Yeah, but you know what's worse? Hitting a ticket and losing yeah. money. No, that's not worse. Uh, it's, 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 it's kind of not good. It's kind of it's not worse. Eh, I, I I I feel I feel more I feel more beaten. If that's the case, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Well, this is uh the this is uh the therapy hour with Mike Prebozy telling us how to well, feel and how to live. Left. We have two more picks. What, what what are we doing left? We have what? Just Hawthorne's just, late, just late Hawthorne. pick four for tomorrow. Just Hawthorne's late pick four okay. to go. However, right. I, I never got to address this because last last week on wait, where are they at at Woodbine? They're seven minutes to post. Uh, they I'm, just finished. I'm, so they're still I don't know, the the feed's frozen. I don't know what's going on there. I'm they had a long inquiry. Last week, during our live show, I debuted that uh, this is the, the season of intellectuality. And I have also... I'm, I, I'm go you guys can tell, I'm going for like the, the weathered artist look. I'm going for the, the beaten soul. The man who has given up. I feel like I'm pulling it off very well. In my North American Harris Update merch, which you can get at uh, nahupix.com. That's just a sly plug. Uh, and uh, I, I, I don't really see it anymore, but that's another story. Uh, I was, I was just going to say, uh, that, that, uh, you know, I was, I was wondering if anyone would call, call me out for not shaving. I'm surprised no one has. 
Uh, but then again, the only people that usually do are uh, adolescents and people who are just jealous of facial hair in general and just are trying to level the playing field. So you got to give it to them for trying to organically uh, thin out the bunch of us hairy folk. At Rod, Rod, you and I, you and I agree. We're both we're we're brothers in this case. You and I. <laughs> All right. Please tell me I'm right. Um, My beard is a lot more distinct than yours. I got news for you. <laughs> I don't know. If I were to shave right now, which I'm not going to do unless we were live on. Shave for another three months. What are you talking about? Wait, I sh- This is this is one week. It's a one one week scruff. And this is you know you know why I don't shave. This is it's, this is my in- this is my intellectuality minute. Why I don't shave. Now, why is it that we shave exactly? What's the purpose of shaving? It's not like the hair is going to stop growing back, is it not? I don't think so. It's almost as if we try to, as people, uh, for, you guys can stop me at any time. It's almost as like us people, man. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> you got to run over me harder <laughs> than that to stop. You can't, you can't stop a freight train with a semi. You got to hit the brakes. What's up? You don't understand what she's so... You can't stop a freight train with three hairs on his chin, for God's sake. <laughs> You're right. You can't because freight trains have more momentum. Thank you, Mike, for for going for being on my side. I I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have people on my side like you, Mike, that are supportive of all of my decisions, even the bad ones, like the one I'm doing right now. But now, the, now, the, I this this bit's dead. It's dead. Let's talk about Hawthorne. Thank God. Uh, let's talk about Hawthorne as I sit in defeat. What am I doing with my life? Why am I? Fu- Why is this the life I live? Why do I do this, guys? Help me! Help me to help you! Help me to help you! Help me to help you! That's a quote from Scrubs. If, any- if anybody's ever watched Scrubs, it's a great show. Why? Why should we talk about this Hawthorne pick for? I I I need some motivation. I I'm feel I'm feeling like there's there's no point to doing anything anymore. I I need I need. Some inspiration. Come on, guys, inspire Pearl me. Beard. That that's that's well, not that's inspiration. Is, is, I don't know. It's, it's okay. I think you can make a little money in it. But... Oh, then oh, I'm not gonna get up for that. I'm gonna sag deeper. I'm gonna sag deeper into my chair. Rod, I can't even hear what you're saying. Can you hear me now? You're still rumbly grumbly like my tummy tum, Rod. Why? Rod, I, I, I can kind of hear you now. Let me turn that off. Now can you hear me? Now I can hear you, Rod. I, I sp- we got you back. That's better. Please, Rod, help help, help me get my spirits back up because I, I can't grow a beard. I can't. I can't entertain. Why I can't hit pick fours? Why should I even try anymore? Why sh- Why should I try with this Hawthorne pick four? Because it can actually pay something. Like what? I thought it looked pretty decent. There, there's a couple long, longer shots. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of uh, chalky races, but oh. I think there's a couple of price shots we can oh. uh, peg out here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what kind of prices are we talking? Are we talking like six dollar prices? Or are we talking like ten billion dollar prices? Neither, because oh, neither. Oh, are oh, I'm not. I'm not why? Well, I, I, I think it starts with a huge favorite, and that's going to oh, affect it. So. 
Rod, well, I, I'm, actually, I'm going too deep in the first leg. Okay. So why don't you describe this more, Ray? Okay. Okay. You want me to describe it? I, I can't describe I I I'm 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 hinging all of my bets on you, Rod, to convince me that the, that this pick four is worth betting. That this life. I, I feel like Wani Ray is my least favorite Ray character. That this like, life is worth pursuing. I I you gotta give me credit though. I commit. I commit. You gotta understand. I mean, like there's Australian Ray. There's Ric Flair Ray. There's. I'm better than everyone, Ray, and there's whiny Ray, like self-loathing, and that's my least favorite of Ray's. But Mike, you you gotta relate. <laughs> you you gotta relate to the fact when you just keep losing, you keep getting beaten and beaten and beaten, and then there's just not and there's not any more blood to pour out of your yeah, wounds. You lose. You have to play to lose. You're not playing. But. But Rod, that's not my point. You guys are taking this too literally. This is the this is the moment in the football movie when the coach says, "Listen, you're all a bunch of twerps, and half of you are gonna probably end up in prison. But this is the game that we have to win that will make us great for the rest of our lives." And then they'll go, "Wait, we're gonna go to prison? That doesn't matter. We're gonna be champions." And then they go out and they lose the game, but they felt good about doing it. You guys are doing an awful job of convincing me to play that losing game. This is. Can we get to the pick four Hawthorne for tomorrow night? I'm. No. I'm, I'm telling you guys are having. I'm telling you. Look, this is. This is a. This is a. Fr- this is a moment in podcasting history that we're currently experiencing. Of, this is like this is like a perfect microcosm of handicapping, betting, and persuasion. I am, of course, playing the audience, which is hard for me because I, I'm just such an audience pleaser to begin with. However, you know, we talk about pick fours every week, and it's like, why? Why should we, why should we be going for this? I need, I sh- I need convincing, and I want, uh, this is an exercise, guys. I need convincing, I need... I feel like I should drive three hours to Harrisburg and convince you personally to shut up. <laughs> Mike, now is not the time for violence or warfare or guns. Maybe guns, because guns are cool. But, Rod, you were onto something, and I was leaning towards you, because Mike thinks this starts with a favorite. I I felt somewhat inspired to keep going when you said that there's a possibility here. You're too deep. How, do you, how pricey yeah. do you think this race can be? I'm too deep. Obviously, I'm going with the chalk here, the one rock and praline. Oh. By the way, this starts in race seven tomorrow night. Uh, the fifteen thousand guaranteed pool at Hawthorne. This is the Hawthorne pick four for tomorrow night. Uh, the one rock and praline is obvious here. Uh, oh. One two in a row. Uh, last start wasn't as good. Uh, still raced well. Uh, it was a, a lot quicker pace throughout the race last time, so that kind of helped uh, with the time. Did two move in the race and did race well. But again, this horse is really obvious. But I'm also using seven here, uh, Savannah, Georgia. Came Uh off a couple weeks, uh, had a scratch. Raced in the open two starts back and just had no chance against those. Uh, This class seems to be a little bit better. And this horse got hung past the quarter, cleared, had another one come at her. 
and then removed at the five eighths. Uh, I think this horse, if she puts in a similar effort, I don't know if she's going to leave in this race. I'm hoping some others leave and she ducks and it's, it kind of gets crazy up front. Uh, but this horse won six, six races out of 15 starts last year. I, I think this horse has a big chance. And as we all know by now, I'm a big proponent of these horses that can win at Saratoga, especially from outside posts. Uh, I, I think those Saratoga horses are, are good anywhere they go. Coming to the gate at Woodbine. I'm, feel- so I'm feeling something brewing inside of me that could also be indigestion, but it also feels like hope. And let's. I'm feeling like this Woodbine race could help me help that feeling grow. Although I'm making it sound like a tumor. Nine going postward here at Woodbine for the ninth. They're off and trotting. Neon lights to the inside. Fires out from the outside. Eternal Quest and Power Move. Now they're now three wide past the first eighth with Power Move up to challenge Neon Lights for the lead. Eternal Quest tucks into third in front of Great Magic fourth. Then Ken can win. Back fifth into the turn. Missy's Gaga is sixth. Seventh Mighty Nikki. Eighth Preskeel. Ninth and trailing Amityville Indy, opening quarter 27 and 1, leading the way. Power move to the back stretch. By a length and a quarter, not for long, is out of the pocket. Neon lights circling to the front. Third eternal quest down the back stretch. Fourth great magic. Fifth comes Ken Can Win. Sixth still Missy's Gaga as Neon Lights clears to three eighths. Off the rail, Missy's Gaga jonesing for cover. Now traveling overland uncovered on his back. Mighty Nikki second over, third over's Press Skeel. Then Amityville Indy still trailing as the flow begins to develop off a of 57 half. 29 and 4 that second quarter, moving to the far turn. In front, Neon Lights leads by a length and a quarter. Outside, Missy's Gaga up to second, boxing in power move third. Shuffled back to fourth, Eternal Quest. Second over in that flow is Mighty Nikki. Then dropping back to the inside, Great Magic. Outside, two Press Skeel. Then it's back to Ken Can win an Amityville Indy pass three quarters. Quarters, 126 and 1 alone on the lead. Neon lights off the rail. Here's power move. Power move. Moving out of the rail to try and chase neon lights. Then up the inside. Eternal quest towards the center. Missy's Gaga deeper on the track. Mighty Nikki still got to catch neon lights to the eighth ball. He's like weary. Mighty Nikki to the outside. Eternal quest at the inside. Mighty Nikki brushing down the center to the lead. And Mighty Nikki. Gonna take it. Missy's Gaga second press skeel up for third narrowly in 156 and two. God, what an awful race. But they you, came home in 30 and one. Yeah. But you know. Needed them too. But you know, with the thought that I could possibly be live in the sequence after that race, you could hear I was just salivating at the potential win that I could be grasping at. And I feel I feel confident enough. That I, this Hawthorne, Hawthorne, this this pick four is worth talking about. The four and the nine were dead on the turn there. I mean, they just fell over in front of them. I'm trying to be inspirational, and you're being factual, and that those conflict. Hawthorne, yeah, this first leg, I see four horses. Well, I mean, there's more than four horses because there's what, like nine horses in this field? So there's more. There's more than four you can see. You're um, four deep in this race. I'm four deep. 
Okay, so I, I'm recognizing the fact that, you know, sometimes you got to take the shots where you take the shots. Rockin' Praline's an obvious one. I throw her on. Uh, but she's boring. I start then with the five. Beautiful Brew, who's been improving in her two starts of the year. Two back was third in the series. Last out was second. Narrowly beat. Why am I hearing myself? Oh, the voices are back. Oh, man. They sound different and more like me. The voices I usually hear in my head are like Scottish, Russian. One one of them's like this weird foreign alien dialect, like from those Star Trek movies. I'm trying to elude that. I'm hearing an echo. <laughs> I wanted to stop. I want to stop hearing myself. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll 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 talk while I talk at the same time. So. So beautiful brew is improving with every start. God, I hate that I sound like that. Uh, she could be in a good spot again this time around. <clears throat> and if she drew that close to winning last out, she could possibly draw even closer this time. Uh, Savannah George is an obvious one, too, to throw on. So I have her as well. And then I also include the sixth, Blissful Pansy who has been very aggressive in her last two starts at in this series. Two back from the nine-hole, parked the mile, last out was towards the front and pressed a fairly fast pace. Ended up dropping back to finish fifth, but was still put in a massive first half there relative to the rest of this field. She could improve off of that if she gets a better trip. Or if she gets towards the front, maybe she could have a better outcome. But that last start, to me, shows grit. It shows form. It shows potential. And this horse is 7-1 on the morning line. Probably might not be that because of how good of a line that is. But still worth a play because the one rockin' praline doesn't seem like as obvious of a favorite if she gets pressed. And it's, there's a possibility that she could here. So I am 1-5-6-7, especially in the $15,000 final. Because it's the final of the late closer. Here's another late closer final. Race 8. The Tim Wilson Senior Pace. Illinois conceived in Fold Phillies. Mares. This is a long stakes title. It's $25,000 though. And there's what? 10 horses? There's 10 horses in this one. Uh, this We all agree that this is a little bit of a more open race. Mike though, you are the deepest of all of us with 5. 5. Uh, Five deep here. I think it's yeah, a lot of different possibilities. The two is obvious. Uh, second, Lasix moving inside. Casey Leonard likely sub even money. Uh, the three sent for me. This horse, you know, raced in a knowledge of two. Uh, flew late from the nine hole. Was betting that race too. Three to one uh, you know, off a break. Uh, you know, and, and the line was nasty break. Two back, and then raced well from the back. Three back also. So I feel like this horse has woken up and, and really should be included on any ticket. Uh, the five, Wimple's Dimple, second last time, uh, lost to the six, who also needs to be used. Those two were right together on the wire. Basically went one two around the racetrack. And, you know, both sharp, I think, uh, you know, will be up there early again. It's just a matter of can they hold off the closers. And then the seven, Dune on Time, who's 20 to one morning line, was impeded two back. Uh, from the 11, and finished third there against these types, and then really had way too far to come. This this uh, horse, this trainer's 24%. So off that line, 
you know, the trouble. Definitely interested here. So two, three, five, six, seven. Rod, you're somewhat similar, but be brief because Western Fair will be going in moments. Uh, you're four deep, though. Yeah, I went the three, five, six, eight. <clears throat> the three uh, came from way back last time. It was a slow last half, but, uh, you know, draws inside, has Robot been drawing the outside every start. Uh, I think you got to use that horse here. Uh, the five, another one from the Woodley Barn. Uh, race well last time, two moved. Definitely has a big shot. Just needs to be uh, in the right position. I, I think this horse is a little bit versatile and is probably best suited off the pace. Uh, the six, Cfar, uh, you know, really good, perfect setups last last couple starts. Uh, no reason to think this one wouldn't be good again. Um, and then the eight, or I'm sorry, yeah, the eight. Uh, Beamer and Bud. I'm going to throw him on just because I know this horse is quick enough. And This field is in motion and approaching the start. Off and pacing in the 11th of Western Fair. Outside Apple Tart Hanover sweeps to the lead into the turn. In front now by two and a half from Shadows in second to her outside. DD Black third then comes to the back stretch. Daenerys. Up on the outside, down the back stretch. First kiss, then fifth in front of now. Who's the queen? Then back to I Love Pink and Winsong Natalie. Opening quarter bound, leading the way here. Apple Tart Hanover by two and a quarter. Shadows second, third, then Dee Dee Black. Fourth comes Daenerys around the turn and off the rail still. Dee Dee Black parked out. They turn into the stretch first time. Daenerys going to track her from fourth up the inside. First kiss outside Winsong Natalie into the stretch first time. Towards the rear, I love pink, along with now who's the queen. As they come on past the stands to the half mile. Apple Tart Hanover pressured on by Dee Dee Black. Second over, Daenerys in fourth. Shadows locked in third, circling the turn. Then at the inside to the back stretch. Comes Winsong Natalie outside first kiss, third over. Then I love pink second to last. Now who's the queen? Is trailing down to three quarters, three high. Daenerys trying to surpass a stalled Dee Dee Black, but still having to catch Apple Tart Hanover, who's been wiring the field so far, circling into the final turn. Shadows moves up the inside to take third, two lengths off the lead. Blind switched first kiss, nowhere to go. Still at the inside, Winsong Natalie, and then I Love Pink, the favorite, circling Four high as they turn for home. Apple Tart Hanover loose on the lead. Still the one to catch. Outside Dee Dee Black. Deeper on the track. Daenerys Shadows looking for room as they come onto the line. Apple Tart Hanover almost there. Apple Tart Hanover held off Dee Dee Black to take it with Daenerys and Shadows at the inside. That horse wired him. Wow. How much for the best of the two in that race? <clears throat> Marked every step. And almost he won. He beat the seventh for like a quarter of a mile and held on by an inch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, wait, that was seven, two, three, eight. Whoops a daisy. Seven, two, three, eight. 
Well, that's that. So, Lizzie Rod, you were talking about Hawthorne. If you want to give a quick recap. Yes. Uh, so, I talked about the three, five, and six. This is like two. Uh, the other one is the eight. Uh, I think this horse is good enough. He's got a mark of 54 at Hawthorne last year. Uh, was racing well at Northfield and came back, you know, had some troubled trips. I think he's coming back into form a little bit, raced well last week, and, and just kind of stuck in behind a wall of horses. Uh, if if he gets drug up close enough, I think he's got a big shot as well. So three, five, six, eight for me, like two. Uh, as I look here at this race, I'm three deep, more in agreement with Mike than with you, but that's also just because I like Mike more. But don't tell Rod... Uh, starting with the two, <laughs> November Rain, she's pretty obvious. Second time Lasix, raced well, first time Lasix. However, I don't like the fact that she's a closer and in a race that doesn't really have much pace. Uh, nonetheless, she could end up leaving. She's going to be bet, though, so there's not really much more to talk about with her. Send for me is the next one I use. We all use her in some way, shape, or form, uh, which is mostly in this pick four. Uh, she's raced really well in the claiming level, uh, broke then in the late closer event, or at least the prelim for this race. As long as she stays flat, she could possibly be a factor late, especially since there is not a lot of pace and she could have the most pace at the end. And finally, uh, the 6 C far, who's probably the most dangerous of them all. I'd laugh if this horse goes off 10 to 1 again since he's won the last, or she's won the last two preliminaries of this series. I mean that that would just that would just be very very funny, especially if she were to win again at like ten to one. That would just that would in fact be hilarious. She's also going to be up close. She's going to be a stalking spot. Could possibly just get the jump on horses as they're sprinting down the line. And I use the term sprinting loosely because these horses can barely walk. So two, three, six in the second leg. Third leg though, I'm feeling adventurous. I'm feeling dangerous in this third leg. I'm t I'm I'm going out so far on a limb the tree might topple over. Not the branch break, the tree itself will just come crashing down. But I'll hold off on that starting with you Rod, you'll talk about this race first. You're 3 deep and you use the one that I single. I'm 3 deep here. Uh, I'm going 1 2 and 7. Uh, the one lady's on fire. Okay, qualifier. Um I think it's kind of a sneaky qualifier because everything went slow that day. Um, this horse shows a 57 mile on and off track at Hawthorne uh, back in August. I, I think it's good enough if ready. Uh, you know, this is one that is kind of looks like a hit or miss type. So uh, I'm going to use just in case because I don't trust a horse like that. The two Lucifer is obvious. Uh, you know, the, this horse was racing the opens and then uh, dropped some money off his card, and now he's in non-winners of 3000 Not much to say about that one. Second time Lasix as well. Uh, then the seven, uh, hard to rock this. Keith Crawford brings these horses ready. Good qualifier. Uh, I see no reason to actually beat the one in the qualifier. I see no reason not to use this horse. I know when Keith Crawford shifts his own horses down there, they're ready to win or at least ready to be close. Um, 
this one's no exception. So I'm going to use just in case. Just, and, and I do think this one is good enough. And there's probably a couple others that might have a chance, but these are the three that I like best. One, two, seven. For those who are listening, Rod is in the second hour currently auditioning for a role on Daft Punk. Uh, we'll get the call next week to see whether or not you made the band. Uh, Mike, you're too deep here. Hey, you take the two favorites. Talk about it. Yeah, because I really don't see anything else. The, the two is very obvious. These are the two that have been racing at this level and, and racing half decently. Uh, the two dropped, got Lasix, you know, ended up in an outside post and couldn't reach. Uh, you know, second Lasix here should be live, likely sub even money. And then the three driven, uh, you know, this horse has raced well since dropping out of the opens, was second from the eight hole at 80 to one, ended up three to one, rushed up, and that was a little bit too much, ended up getting a little tired, uh, but, you know, made 47,000 last year. You know, this horse, you know, has a decent chance, especially up close to the pace early. Um, you know, they're going to have to catch, so two and three here. All right. Boys, we all agree this race sucks. All the horses here are the most loose definition of a horse we could possibly imagine, some of which might not even be mammals. However, that's a whole different discussion we'll go into on a North American Mammal Update, which will be debuting in 2020. However, in this race, I thoroughly despise the favorites. Lucifer seems like an awful favorite. This horse is always chasing. He doesn't have much form. And I know it's, Ray, it's hard to have form in an on-winners of 3,000. I understand that. But still, this race to me reads one horse. And it's a strange one to hedge the entire ticket on. But Rod is in somewhat agreement with me. I single Lindy's on fire. This horse, in the past at Hawthorne, has just raced well. And if this horse can even remotely, or if this mare can remotely channel that form into this race, she wins it. Just period. She wins it. She's raced against better here. She's raced well against better here. Then she had some sick scratches, lame scratches, tried. The three here is not better than the opens here. I got news for you. My point stands nonetheless, especially if she wins. But she's not winning. That's easy for you to say since you don't use her and you chalk it up. But Rod, Rod clearly he was thirty to one in the late closer, then scratch lame. That's been off for four months. If this horse wins, good luck to you, Mike. Do you, I don't. Do you do you know what's in those late closers at Lexington? Horses that could walk over these any day of the week. And this, she was live there. She left. She showed speed, but then she broke. That doesn't matter. She's thirty-three to one off it a does. six. She, Mike. She's 33 to 1 off a six scratch shipping in from Hawthorne against horses that are shipping in from Sire Stakes in well, Pennsylvania and New York. Giant Hawthorne, according to you. Yes, but still, Hawthorne horses do not equal the kind of shippers that come into those late closers at Lexington. And she still raced well, even though she broke. She showed something. She showed that she was live, and that's what matters. So she scratches lame in the next one, toss that. And her qualifier, it's it's good enough to show that she might have something. 
She gained ground. She came home in 30 flat in, a, in just a, an admittedly slow race altogether. And she's going to be flying massively under the radar because everyone's going to be clinging to these horses that have what people think are semblance of form. But Lucifer and Driven, to me, just read as poor chocks. That's it. I, I cannot get myself to take them. I want a price out of this race. And Lindy's on fire to me seems like a valid long shot. That, Let me ask you a question. Okay. Do, you, do you think that the horse, if the horse is live, that you're going to get any sort of price? I think that doesn't matter relative to the pick four. Uh, yeah, because nobody bets those. My point is, is that this horse could be like three to one in the wind pools, but in the pick four, it could be ignored. It's possible, but doubtful. Doubtful. This horse is nine to one in the morning line. No one's going to, like Rod, 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 back me up here. <laughs> On Wednesday, that did happen. What do you mean? And what? Because I was talking to guys on Twitter. Uh, the first leg of the pick four. Uh, we were going back and forth because I said, "How do you not use uh, Rainbow Gold in the pick four? And I was talking to uh, Sugar Doyle and uh, Lucerella mm-hmm. and Charlie B. Asking them why they didn't use oh, this microphone, obviously. And and uh, we got to talking about it, talking about it, and Rainbow Gold went down to three to one, and ended up being nine to one in the pick four in mm-hmm. the first leg. Mm-hmm. And they all got knocked out except me, and I ended up catching it. Oh, so booyah! Great, great little uh, subtle brag, and also. Uh, supporting evidence. That's the, that's the best way to brag. Is to hope yeah. they don't catch it. Uh, still, my 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 point stands. I I don't care that Lucifer's been racing in the opens. The horse dropped in class and showed nothing. Driven the same way. I want something that is a bit of a wild card, but also has the possibility to come in. And Lindy's on fire has a lot of variables going for her. She's not. She's she's more along the lines of a risky investment, but in this race that could go a million ways, I feel comfortable making that risky investment on her. It can only go like seven ways. That's that's not my point though. The point is, it still can go seven ways. There are races that can go two ways. We've seen them tonight. Let's move on. All right. Final leg then of this Hawthorne sequence is race number 10. This 10th race, if I reopen the PPs after uh, being proven wrong in that last one. Ooh, I got to rebound here. Numbers of 2,000 in the last four starts. We got nine going postered here. Eight. Eight going postered here. Uh, Mike, you're the deepest of all of us, though, taking four. Four deep here. Starting with the one. Lucy Pugh, third time back, was um, second last time. Came home 28 and 1 at a similar level and, you know, draws the rail again. Um, you know, that was a decent race. I feel like that this horse is live coming off of that and needs to be used. The two desires lady. You know, this horse race in that same race ended up third, albeit with a little bit of a better trip. But it was 11-1 there. So, 
you know, I like the draw again. I, I like this field. I think it might be a little bit easier. Uh, the four, Olivia V. This is Oosting. Um, you know, this horse has, has been struggling a little bit, but uh, has been getting outside trips. Park no cover last time, needed race the time before. So third time back, 18% trainer. Uh, I, I like the fact that Oosting sticks with this horse. He won eight times last year, made 60000 uh, so, you know, maybe a wake-up is coming. And then the eight on the cusp, uh, you know, this horse won numbers of 1,000 last four. Comment was never headed. Uh, this is a, a, a Peyton Odie horse. This, this He's been extremely hot. Uh, last time up in class, but still was favored from an outside post and got roughed up, really never saw the rail. Uh, you know, a better trip this time maybe puts right there. So one, two, four, eight to finish. I went on a vision quest and took some Peyton Odie once. Rod, I'm going to have you hold off on your final leg as they're going to gate here for the 10th at Woodbine. Favored at 3-1, to one, the 8 Magnificent who just had her nose hit into the gate as it opened. Uh, so then at 7-2, to two, the 3, Play with Passion, as well as the 6, Beach Goddess. Diamond Dance taking some play, currently 6-1 to one, as... The fifth choice, field in motion, swinging into the stretch and approaching the start. Often pacing, play with passion, leaving alongside diamonds, dance and check mock to the inside. Those three compose the top. And Malnificence wide towards the first eighth in between horses. PL Kaleidoscope wide of one white sock woman. Then towards the back, Tabit McRae leading Beach Goddess in the back. Around the first turn of the opening quarter in front is Henry with play with passion in 27-2, and two, leading by a length and a half. Second, Diamonds dance to the back stretch. Check mock is third. Fourth, one white sock woman leading PL Kaleidoscope in fifth. And it's a gap of two and a half to Magnificent sixth. Seventh comes Tabit McRae and Beach Goddess towards the back. Tailed off a touch two lengths in the rear. Heading to the past three-eighths and a half mile pole. Play with passion in front over Diamonds dance. Still third check mock off the rail. Here comes PL Kaleidoscope through a 56 and 4 clip. 29 and 2 that second quarter. Ranging up uncovered comes PL Kaleidoscope up, up to third towards second and approaching the leader heading to three quarters. Shuffle to third then locked in. Diamonds dance. Locked in two check mock fourth. <laughs> Second over in that flow. Magnificence fifth. Inside six. One white sock woman. Then Tabit McRae beginning to reel up from the back with Beach Goddess to three quarters. Chasing. Play with passion. In 126, turns for home. Outside PL Kaleidoscope turned away, looking for room. Diamonds dance as she now shakes loose from McNair. Check mock up the inside. Deeper on the track, Magnificent with late rush as well as Beach Goddess. Deep stretch. Play with passion, holding the lead. Beach Goddess is sprinting down the center of the track. And here's Beach Goddess taking the lead late. Check mock up for second with Magnificent third. Beach Goddess from last to first. Over check mock again, Magnificent third. One White Sock woman might have taken fourth in 154 and four. I stand corrected about Beach Goddess. That was that was that's the real Beach Goddess right there. That was like we talked about when we talked about the race. That's that's her move when she wins. She's capable of that last home, and that was huge. I was not expecting that at all. You know, the fractions were too soft. She got home in 26 and 4, probably. Nah, they went, well, I mean, they went 54 and 4. They came home 
what, 28 and four? She yep. came home probably 27 and eh, 27 and two, maybe. One or two. Yeah. Well, Rod, last leg of the pick four at Hawthorne. What do you have? You're three deep. I am three deep. Uh, I'm going one, four, five here. Uh, one, Lucy Flew. I might extend it. You know, the, the source is capable. First start back off the layoff. Uh, and draws a rail with Brian Bates, who, who's been uh, driving pretty well of late. Uh, the four. Uh, Olivia V. I think it looks obvious in the program. Won't be 10 to 1 like the book has her. Uh, you know, eight times in her last year. This horse likes likes to get there and, uh, you know, finish first, second, or third, and over half of her starts last year. So, you know, no reason not to think this one's not good enough. And, you know, yeah, she has been off form, but, uh, you know, take a look at her uh, mark last year, 51 at Northfield. So, you know, the horse is plenty fast enough. And then the five, Scarlet B, I think. I use this horse because I think she can trip out here. Uh, should duck off the gate and follow the four all the way around the track. Uh, if she gets a second over trip, I think she's going to be really dangerous in, in a race like this. Because even with the, the hiking class, you know, th- this is a, a bad bunch, especially with the seven missing over a month and a half. So, uh this one just kind of popped out at me as getting a trip in the race and, and possibly upset at a pretty good price. So one, four, five. As I take my final breaths of this episode of North American Harness Update, because let's be honest, boys, I'm getting tired. I got one more race to talk about. But this is this last leg of the Hawthorne pick four. Somewhat in agreement with Rod. Not really much agreement with Mike. I have the one in the five. They make sense. If I open up the past performances, I could tell you exactly who these horses are. Ah, uh, yes. Lucy Flew and Scarlet V. Two horses that we explained fairly well. I don't need to have to add much more. The one horse then I also throw on that none of you guys did is the six young American, primarily because of speed. There's not a lot of speed in this race. She showed speed last out, albeit she faltered. She dueled. Most of the way before she quit to finish fourth. And now third start at this level. Fourth start off the layoff. Seems like she's turning into good enough form to do well here. Just the fact that she left last out after trailing in two starts previous is a good enough sign to show me that she's live. However, with Casey Leonard in the bike, this horse could probably be like three to five. Nonetheless, I still throw on. So then my ticket... For the Hawthorne pick four goes as follows. One, five, six, seven with two, three, six with the gutsy single of the one. Lindy's on fire with one, five, six. That's $18 for 50 cents. Mike, your ticket. One with two, three, five, six, seven with two, three with one, two, four, eight. It's $20 for 50 cents. Your ticket. One seven with three five six eight with one two seven with one four five. It's thirty six bucks for fifty cents. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to sit down and get real didactic with you. We had a lot of fun. We had a well, lot of. Before you do that, what? Before you do that, what? Oh. We are live in the uh, pick four at Woodbine. 
the two horses paying 120 36. These are all 20 cent payoffs. 120, 36. 120, 36. The three is 41.34. The three is 41.34. The nine is 21.16, so we're basically break even. The nine is 21.16, which would break even. Still, we had a lot of goofs, a lot of gaffes, a lot of gags, a lot of tears. Mostly from me, because let's, let's be honest. I'm kind of a wuss. We haven't talked any about our Meadows show last week. The show just speaks for itself, though. You can find that on the internet. It's on Periscope Archive. It's on YouTube Archive. The audio of it's going to go up with this episode just because it's been a hectic week. And there's not... like I, I'm, I'm speechless about that show. It was a good show that we put on out there. Had some great guests, including Donnell Mock, including Chris Gooden, including Tim Twaddle, horse trainer out there, including Mickey Burke. And I, I, I almost, I, I feel like I should name all of them now off the top of my head or else I'm going to be rude to someone. Dirk but Simpson. We had Dirk, Dirk Simpson. Simpson. Jason Petrie. Jason Petrie. A lot of great people stopped by and were very very friendly and sociable with us and we yeah, came and visited us we appreciate cool who we appreciate the over 2,000 viewers that we've had thus far on that video mm-hmm. I mean the, hopefully it'll help us buy better audio equipment uh, that that that's a bandwidth issue or also just Rod wanting to make the band issue Daft Punk if you're listening out there, I don't think Daft Punk's... I think they're broke up. I don't know. Point being is that that's it for this show. Next week, I'm not here. So you guys are on your own. Oh, snap. I'm at work. It might be a, a Rod-type show. <laughs> it could get ugly. Next week we, we is... We might want to think about taping that one early. Next, I won't be able to. I'm by myself. I'm going to make some phone calls and get some guests on the show. That's what I'm doing. There you go. go. Next week is... I'll be around. Next week's Rodney's potential one-man show. However, not ready for Broadway. Until then, follow us on Twitter at NA Harness Update, on Facebook, North American Harness Update. Check out our website, nahupix.com, for analysis every race day from tracks including Woodbine, Meadowlands, and Western Fair. Follow me on Twitter if you want. I don't care. You'll, you guys can figure it out. You're smart. I'm done. This is it. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. To another edition of North American yep. Harness Update. And we'll be back wherever the wind comes roaring through the plains. Yep.